Welcome back, Stylish Leaders. Matthew Simmons here. I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast episode. Thank you for listening to all of those that are listening on Anchor and Breaker and Stitcher and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. I want to thank you for all of you listening. I greatly appreciate it. I'm getting great feedback from many of you who are listening on those platforms. There's more to come. So again, share it and get the word out. The more people listening, the better our reach is. And also, thank you for following us on Instagram and YouTube as well. Very much appreciated. So, I want to talk to you tonight in this podcast or today, whenever you're listening to this, uh, about something that is, I really feel it's a well-worn word, so I have a love-hate relationship with it, but we're talking about passion. And I'm, la- I'm naming this the passion myth because I think there's a lot of myth behind passion. It's definitely necessary, Uh, and we'll go through several quotes. I want to go through several quotes about passion and what it is, but there's some things that it isn't, and a lot of times people like the word passion because it, people like passion because it conveys excitement. It conveys a sense of fulfillment, and people always say, well, follow your passions, and follow your passions, and follow your passions, and that's great, but it's almost an empty statement because no one really knows what passion really is. Because passion is not what you're good at or what you enjoy. Passion is what brings you fulfillment. That's what passion is. And a lot of people say, because I'm good at a lot of things. I'm good at sleeping. I'm good at watching TV. I'm good at playing video games. I'm good at watching sports. I'm good at hanging out with friends. I'm good at... Uh, sitting on a park bench, feeding pigeons. I'm good at playing music. I'm good at tying ties in my closet and just enjoying them for myself. I'm good at writing just for the purpose of writing. I'm good at a lot of things, but if it doesn't benefit anyone other than me, then it's not really a passion. It's just a hobby. But a passion is something that brings fulfillment to you. That's really what passion is. And a lot of people like to think that it's something that you're good at. I'm good at a lot of things, but that doesn't bring fulfillment because true fulfillment is when it fulfills your life as you're bringing value and life to other people. So fulfillment is not just, oh, I'm fulfilled because I'm happy. No, it's because you're adding value to other people. That's what fulfillment is. And so passion is really another word for fulfillment. If you're not being fulfilled by it, then you're not passionate with it. So the question isn't, uh, and of course, a lot of people say, oh, well, if I'm if I'm, I need to follow my passion in my career. I'm not passionate about this. Well, can you gain fulfillment from doing it? Whatever you, whatever you love to do and you find purpose in it. I'm going to read you this quote. I'm, I don't know who said it. It's an anonymous quote. But allow passion to become your purpose and it will one day become your profession. So many people are trying to find a profession first because they think that that's what their passion is. Well, I'm not passionate to be a life insurance salesman or I'm not passionate to be an architect or I'm not passionate about being a supervisor or say, well, that's not my passion. Well, number one, if it pays the bills, do it. But number two, if it's an opportunity for you to fulfill a passion, which a a true passion is not going to be a job description. It really won't be. a passion is not going to really be a job description. I am passionate about keeping accounts 
payable and I'm, I'm passionate about stocking grocery shelves and I'm passionate about life insurance or I'm passionate about, it really isn't. Your passion is derived from the purpose that you gain from solving the problem that that instrument or that profession solves. A doctor's not passionate about cutting people open or or running the midnight shift delivering babies. They're passionate about helping people heal, helping cure diseases, helping people bring help bringing life into the world, uh, bringing closure to grieving families, being the, the counselor when they have to deliver that bad news. That's what doctors are passionate about. They're not passionate about all the 10 years of schooling that they had to go through, all the practicum hours, all the private practice you know, that they put in when no one wanted to go to them because they just started out, then no one wants to, that, that's not what they're passionate about. They're not passionate about waking up at two in the morning because they have a house, someone's got a house call or someone's, you know, they, they need an extra doctor in the ER. Or they're not passionate about the 12 hour or 14 hour or 16 hour work shifts that doctors and nurses many times have. Uh, they're passionate about when I do this, I'm going to be helping people get better, healing wounds, bringing healing to people, bringing cures to diseases that are incurable, uh, being an influence in my community because I'm a man of, or woman of influence. Uh, usually doctors are, you know, are individuals of great wealth, so they are able to give back to their community. People respect them. So that's what they're passionate about. And they chose being a doctor to do that. But they can easily follow that passion through the ministry. They can follow that through building businesses and being an entrepreneur because, you know, different ways of being an entrepreneur can provide healing in different ways. It might not be physical. It might be more emotional. Counselors can do the same way. Therapists, social workers. So now you're starting to get the picture of what passion really is. Because I've heard a lot of people say, well, Matthew, your passion is this. And no one's ever really gotten my passion right. People think it's neckties. People think it's, you know, but my passion is connecting and equipping individuals to, an, to either resource or information that will equip them to be a better leader and a better individual. That's my passion. I want to connect people, be a connector. I don't have to be a good salesman. I don't have to be a good recruiter. I don't have to be a good uh, influencer. I just got to be a good connector. And with that, being a great connector, everything else will fall into place. People try to put the cart before the horse. They're trying to put C before A or D before A or W before A or C before B or whatever. They're trying to rewrite the alphabet and you really don't have to. Just connect people. People want to be connected. We're in a networking society. People love social media because people, the reason people are in network marketing on social media, go to networking events, go to, go to meetup groups is because they love to connect. They love to network. The reason people have house parties and housewarming parties and birthday parties and, and all these different parties is because they love the idea of connecting. So we're very connected. So if you're a good connector, then you're going to be able to foster any other desire that you have. So, if, and again, if that's your passion, then, then that will show itself. But so many people are trying to go through life connecting their passion to a profession when you need to connect your prof profession to your passion. Don't look to your job or a career opportunity and judge that as your passion. That's not what you're passionate about. It's what you do with it. So you can either do what your passion is with this one or you can do it with this one. You don't, and so many people miss this, and this is why so many people struggle in business, struggle in their career, struggle in entrepreneurship. 
and quit too soon in so many ways because they misinterpret where their passion lies. The passion will never lie in the vehicle. The passion will always lie in the mission and the purpose you're fulfilling while you're in the vehicle. That's what passion is. Passion is fulfillment. What problems are you solving? And how are you, what are your strengths? Because a lot of times I'm passionate about speaking. That's a strength of mine. So I'm going to be passionate about doing things from a speaker perspective. Thus, this podcast is a result of that. I'm not passionate about podcasts. I'm passionate about equipping people to be a leader and connecting them to information and resource and opportunities that grows their, themselves, grows their life, changes their family tree by changing the way they look at themselves, changing how they dress, changing how they view money, changing how they view God, changing and, and, or helping them along the path and cheering them on, giving them an entrepreneurial spotlight, encouraging other people. Giving them practical tools to be successful. That's what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about connecting people to resource and information. A podcast is how I do it, but I'm equally passionate when I'm on stage in front of people giving group presentations and seminars and Bible studies and judging at different events that I've judged at and being on boards and talking about how we can shape the future of our students and being on in front of a camera doing videos and writing books I'm because it's all a form of public speaking and communication. doesn't matter if it's eight, 80 or 8,000 or 8 million people. I'm passionate about getting the word out to those people. And I understand I don't have to get it out to everybody. I just have to create a ripple or domino effect. So that's what I'm passionate about. I'm not passionate about a necktie. I'm not passionate about music. I'm not passionate about podcasts. I'm not passionate about videos. I'm passionate about those being ways that I get my message out that I believe God's given me to give out. And so that's what my passion is. But I can do that in a lot of different areas. I can work for an insurance company. I can work for a brokerage company. I can work for a grocery company. I can work for an uh, auto mechanic company. I can work for uh, a computer company to some degree and say, hey, you know, do you need, do you need a, a brand ambassador? Do you need someone to do public relations? Do you need somebody to do... Uh, a HR work, do you need somebody? I can find fulfillment in doing that and still have my own thing. See, it's not, I make the job fulfill my passion. I don't try to fit my passion into the job. This job is going to help me fulfill my passion. I might not be here long term, but the passion is never connected to the job. You find fulfillment, you know, because if you want to connect people to things and and you serve people, you're going to find a way to do that no matter where you are. Your passion is going to transcend any job title, any business that you have. Because so many people who are very successful, they have several businesses. They have several careers. They have several things that they do. And the reason is, is because they understand that their passion is is intrinsic to their being. It's not, well, I'm not passionate about this, so I'm going to leave here and then I'm now, I have to find another passion. But so many people do that. And so many people look at it like, you're good at this, but I'm not, I'm not passionate about this, but I'm good at it. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean that that's your passion. It doesn't mean it brings fulfillment. There's a lot of, I call them dumb, dumb jobs. They're, just, they're very simple, you know, and anyone can do them. I'm not knocking them, but no one's going to be, that's not, you know, you're not passionate about that. That's just, that just pays rent. That just pays the mortgage. That just puts food on the table and gas in the gas tank. Are you fulfilled doing it? If you're not fulfilled doing it, then there is a job out there or a business out there that you can be a part of, build, hold down, promote, 
that will allow you to fulfill your passion. And I'm not going to diagnose you what your passion is. Because I'm not the person that, I'm, that's none of my business because I'm not you. So I'm not going to try and figure you out. There's so many people trying to psychoanalyze people. And they have no business doing that because they suck at being themselves. So if you, <laughs> they just need to focus on their own, on their own self. So I'm not going to psychoanalyze you. One, because most of you I don't know. Many of you I do know. But I'm not going to do that. You need to self-reflect and find out what gets you going. What do you do that it never feels like work? If you could, have you ever done something for like 10, 12, 14 hours a day and in, instead of being tired, you're rejuvenated and you're exhilarated and you just, you want to do it again. There's a good indicator that that's your passion. So you might want to continue to dial into whatever that is. And if that vehicle got you there, namely, when I mean the vehicle, I mean namely a job or business opportunity or a venture that you're a part of. If that brought you that kind of fulfillment and so much fulfillment that you weren't tired at all, then then that's a good sign that that's where you should be. Because so many people think that work has to be this grueling process when it really doesn't. Because when passion takes over and it really takes over, it's just like this life force. Because as Oprah Winfrey says, passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. And I would also want to add to that, not take away from what she said, but it also energizes you. Because it keeps you going in a way that it just is like the Energizer Bunny. Um, it just, it just, it fuels you. And it's hard to explain it, but... It's one of those deals where people would say, oh, it, they're just such a natural at it. And that's because to you, it comes more effortlessly because you're designed to do it. Because there's so many baseball players or football players or athletes that I see and I look at them and I say, they make it look so effortless. Now, the reason they make it look effortless is because, number one, they put in a lot of work to get to that point. So they're not just born that way. They're not a savant. But the reason they can pick it up so fast is because they're wired to do that. And their passion is probably being is playing, phys, playing some form of a physical sport. They're passionate about the sport, but they're also there's something in them that finds fulfillment in being good at the sport. There's some kind of fulfillment in that they looked up to somebody and they said, I want to be like Michael Jordan or Dan Marino or Troy Eggman or Derek Jeter or, or Wayne Gretzky or any of, those, in, any of those individuals or Michael Phelps or Apollo Anton Ono. All these different athletes from different walks of life and different genre of sport. Or it could be a, maybe it's an actor or an actress or a singer or a politician, whatever it is. They looked up to them and said, the the kind of influence that they have and the impact they can make in the community, I want to be like that. And the only way I can do that is if I excel at their level. So they became good. Some were fortunate to become extremely good, some second to none even, in whatever it is that they were trying to do. And the, what fueled them was the deeper meaning behind the passion that they had even within themselves. So I don't want you to sit here and be like, hey, you know what? I'm struggling with trying to find my passion or my purpose, I want you to say, hey, you know what? My focus is 
there are some things that whenever I do it, no matter what job I have, there's always something that I seem to thrive at or I always lean for, go for, enjoy doing. And when I do it, the reason I enjoy it is X, Y, or Z because people are predictable. You're, how you're wired, how God wired you will always show up consciously or subconsciously and you might not even realize it. Even people might not even realize it. But there's something that you do in every job that you gravitate to. There's a, a part of the job description that you really are good at. And there's a part of it that you really do well and you enjoy it and it doesn't wear you out. You need to figure that out because until you, if you don't figure that out, you're just going to constantly beat your head against a brick wall saying, well, I'm not passionate. I don't have my passion. And you're going to let people just ramrod you and just bulldoze over you trying to tell you what your passion is when all of it's just bull because they don't know you. And the only, the best part of having a coach or a mentor or having people advise you is that you get their perspective. At the end of the day, they're not you. So you have to always take what they're saying with a grain of salt because if they're not you, then they're not you. So, and there's a reason that they're not you, okay? So all they can do is just give you their perspective on you and then you have to take it, weigh it out and say, you know what, everyone's because everyone's going to have advice that's going to be good and everyone's going to have advice that's going to be bad. No one's going to be 100% because people are people and opinions will get in the way. People will want to tell you what they think. That's great, but you need to understand who you are and whose you are and what you're doing and what find, what fulfillment you find. So I would look at, so what I would do is I'd get out a list of things that you enjoy doing. Get a, get a list of things that, you, that are fun for you and just write them down. And they might be hobbies. They very well might be hobbies. Uh, and that's fine. It's good to have hobbies. I'm not knocking hobbies. I'm just saying, you know, going kayaking or flying a kite will bring you excitement and maybe stress relief, but is it really going to... I mean, for the most part, ask this question. If you do that, and maybe that's not your passion, but if you really like doing that, will that will that fulfill you and transform the lives of other people? Now, it certainly can, but the way you're wired, could it? If the answer is no, whatever your hobby is, and it's just a hobby. Still do those because hobbies are relaxers, you know. I mean, some people could like outdoorsy stuff. Some people could like shopping. Some people could like going to the library. Some of those things, there are, some things are designed just for you to, to enjoy. They're enjoyable for you. They're stress relievers. Just leave them as a stress reliever. Don't try and make it a career. Don't try and make it something that you can connect to your passion. Like, see, for me, for instance, you know, a lot of times I like, for me, I love to read and I, I love to read and sometimes I just take naps in the middle of the afternoon and that's relaxing, that's relaxing to me. And so obviously I'm not going to turn my enjoyment for naps in the afternoon into something. I'm just going to enjoy that for myself. I would much rather use my passions of speaking into people, equipping people, connecting people find ways to, to use that, then, you know, how can I find a way to capitalize on my nap taking? I mean, it really isn't going to work, okay? So that's where you have to, some things, I know that's a very trivial example, but I really want you to get the picture. Some things are just meant to be a hobby or meant to be for you or you and your spouse 
or you and your friends to just get away and unwind. Like I love going to movies, love getting frozen yogurt, love going to restaurants, but I'm not in any way trying to incorporate that too much in to my it's just just into my passion of speaking into people. Now, I mean, sometimes I'll have a Bible study and we'll go do those things. So sometimes I do kind of co-opt the two, but sometimes I just hang out with friends and it's just we just hang out. Hanging out with friends is good. Sometimes it's just good to get away and unwind. Not everything has to be connected to your purpose in life. Some things are just meant to just relax you and are recreational. So have a recreational list, but then find those things that you're really good at, your strengths. Some of you are good at administrative work. Some of you are good at uh, computers. Some of you are terrible at computers. Some of you are great at like fixing things. You're Mr. Fix-It. Some of you are great at hospitality. Some of you are great at hosting. Some of you are great at cooking. Some of you are great at speaking, writing. Some of you are very good at numbers. You love to calculate numbers. Some of you are amazing salesmen and saleswomen. Like you can sell ice to an Eskimo. Some of you are great connectors. You're a great networker. You can recruit people to projects. You can team build. You can process information quickly. Uh, you, many others are very good at problem solving. You're good project managers. You're very good at pie charts and graphs and Excel spreadsheets. And you're very good at structure and planning. And you have a plan of action. You have bullet points. And you, you're very good at that. Some of you are very good at helping people budget things. And they're very, you, you have a, a knack for that. Some people are very gifted physically and they can play sports or some can play music well or some can act well and they're into the, they're in the arts or they can dance or they have, they have some kind of performing arts some people are very good at speaking and they desire to preach or minister the gospel or some are very good at sales and they desire to be in direct sales or direct marketing some are great at different aspects of customer service so they seek out jobs in the retail industry and they seek out careers in management in the retail industry because they like it so much because they get a, they get fulfillment out of it. it. Doesn't matter the money you make; it's just are you making a difference? Uh, money is money will come later. Money will come as you're fulfilling your purpose and passion in life and bring fulfillment to others as well as yourself. Because then people will really understand this is a person that means business. And some people love working with teenagers. Some working love working with adults, or some love working with children or the elderly, or people with disabilities, or special needs, or people in hospitals, or, you know, or animals, or different segments of society, whatever it is, figure it out, and then, so hone your skills of what you're good at, and then write down an action plan of how can I find a job that will best suit me, find a career that will best suit me, or uh, find, find people that can train me in that, and, or what is a, an opportunity that can connect me to resource to fund visions and dreams of mine. Maybe it's an entrepreneurial pursuit. Maybe it's, maybe you have an idea or an invention that maybe if you get residual income off of it, you can really pursue your truest passion, which is fill in the blank. Sometimes you just got to get creative. The number one thing that a leader has to understand is you'll never have a hundred percent of the information. You'll always have some form of uncertainty. And the second thing that you have to understand is sometimes you have to get creative in how you fulfill it. And so it doesn't, you don't have to, as long as it gets fulfilled, it doesn't matter how it gets fulfilled, as long as it's legal, moral, and ethical, okay? As long as it's legal, moral, and ethical, just get the job done. You don't have to follow someone else's blueprint. Just do it. I don't care how you do it, just do it. Just get the job done because that's what matters the most. So I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Again, 
Share this with everybody that you know. Get the word out. Again, Simmons Essentials. If you love fashion and tie knots and all kinds of stuff, we will have some merchandise coming out in the future for it. We already have some stuff, but this is more content-based. But we will have some stuff for you fashion-wise to equip you with. We're definitely going to have some stuff in some of the other areas to equip you because I'm not just going to give you information and not equip you. Okay, that's not like me. So thank you for so go thank you for go following that as well. I'm on my path to 2,000 tie knots. That's just something that I find personal fulfillment out of and enjoyment, and I just want to share it with others. So that's something that's really exciting for me, and that's more of a personal thing. But I want to share it with others, and who knows how it'll impact your life as well? Because it'll, it'll man, it'll make you stand out, or anyone that wears a tie, you'll stand out by doing it. So. And then again, you know where to follow us on Stylish Leadership on all the podcasting platforms. I'm not going to ramble and repeat myself. You already heard me say that. But again, as always, own your own style, my friends. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. I can't wait to see you on social media. Can't wait to catch you in the next podcast episode. Peace and God bless.